Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Old Man, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. It remind me to only go to the doctor on Thursdays from now on. <laughs> that is such an insulting thing. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, the guy can probably surmise the fact that he asked that question, and the next time that comes in, he's going to only come in on Thursdays. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but fair enough i mean the doctor was kind of i i can see the rude vibes from the, oh yeah uh, absolutely from the, and you think that the doctor's gonna be heartbroken if dan only goes on to, to his mother on thursdays i think that guy's gonna be relieved <laughs> <laughs> well he didn't that, want anything to do with dan with his threatening dogs all right i mean they are pretty threatening dogs <laughs> they are uh, yeah no they are actually really scary dogs but the dogs are not votable votable in tv time I'll note that for later. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, me and Michelle are here to discuss the old man, uh, talk about the series. We're excited to cover it. Um, the question is, though, how did we feel about the first episode? So, Mr. Sal, do you want to discuss our ratings? Uh, if we have to. Ratings. I guess we have to. Yes, that's been forced upon us. <laughs> so, okay. the question, though, that's posed is, what did you rate the episode? Now, on a scale 1 to 10, you did end up picking another series. This was on your short list of series to pick prior. So, that gives me an advantage going into this. Like, you had seen the pilot. You were debating if you want to cover it. So, those, you know, those are some check marks. You got Father... I know that's a big deal for you. You love it when there's a father. Um, in fact, there's multiple. Well, I mean, you know, as as a parent, it is. Congratulations, you know, by the way. A, oh, thank you. It is nice to see, to be able to relate to a character that in that way. For once, yeah, to be able to relate to a character. <laughs> yeah, I know. We never have covered any series about father that, that featured fatherhood. I think you really like the fatherly uh, daughter love for each other in this episode. It's very... um. They're very close. I mean, it makes me feel bad. The, the idea you can't talk to your parent for a week and they start like welling up at the. I mean, it looks like it's longer, and that's why they're welling up. But <laughs> yeah, nonetheless. Uh, so you're definitely not part of that. The action. You're not a big action guy. So I don't know how much the action sequence. There's there's a lot of action sequence in the latter half. I I think you love Harold. I think it definitely intrigues you uh, as a pilot. I don't think you gave it a 10. You gave it an 8 or a 9. It depends how you felt with the action sequences. I think they were interesting enough for you um, in conversation all the emotional stuff that mm, you gave it a 9. Okay. So you you picked this series <laughs> interestingly because I, I had a whole list of series that we could <laughs> potentially cover. I did watch this pilot. I did pass on this series <laughs> but you're still telling me i gave it a nine okay um yeah. i also know that you had not watched the pilot before you picked nope. the series nope, so not. so this... so the, the fact that you picked the series does not in any way yep reflect how you <laughs> felt about the pilot exactly because we get an advantage here for this <laughs> i don't get an no advantage at all <laughs> yes exactly not... so uh, so I mean, I don't really know if you have much of an advantage either, because anyway, whatever. That's um, you didn't pick up. You didn't pick up. Yeah, but I th I think you're very excited to see John Lithgow. I think you love John Lithgow. You probably haven't seen him in anything since Dexter season four, which no, and in New Blood they show flashbacks. Or I guess they, he was in. That's right. It actually, he had a new scene in that. Yeah, he had he had a new like yeah. They he that's right. For okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But, but I yeah, were, Dexter universe. I, I, I think he's a, probably a big reason why you even picked this series. I, uh, I don't, I, and I think I think you John loved. Bridges I, is also cool. Yeah, I think you loved John Lithgow. I think you, I think you were excited about Jeff Bridges. I love Jeff Bridges. He's the dude from The Big Lebowski. Um, but I don't think you've even seen The Big Lebowski. I've never so been I'm not Lebowski. Sure. I want to see it though. It's on my list. Yeah, yeah you I definitely know. should. But <laughs> all right, so. I think you like both those characters. I think the characters were great. I think you liked the phone calls uh, between Dan and Emily and between Dan and Harold. I think those were all all good. I think that uh, you might have been you might have felt like it was a little slow in the beginning, 
uh, once it picked up, I think you, you were really into it. Uh, I, I think that you were fine with the action. I don't think the action deterred you. Um, I think, I don't know if there's anything you really disliked about this episode. I think you really liked it. You maybe even loved it. I think you gave it a nine and maybe even a 10. Well, a 10 gotta, would put it. What's that? Yeah, you, you, you got to hammer down on one of those. I know. I got to hammer down on oh, one, yeah, one right, of them right. too. I'm going to. But um, I think, you know, it, but it is a pilot. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a pilot done the way you like it, though. I think that you get enough information, but also in a clever way, and also uh, kind of leaves you wanting more. Um, I think you you probably really love the ending too. So uh, I'm trying to think of other pilots that you gave. I know Ozark's pilot you gave a nine out of ten. I think you liked this at least as much as that. I think uh, the Watchmen pilot, I'm pretty sure you gave a 9 out of 10. But there, that was a lot more ambiguity in that one, a lot more confusing stuff that's not here. I think you liked it better than that, too. I, mm, I'm going to say you gave this a 10 out of 10. You loved it. Wow, I respect the gumption. So just, just give a um, reference to the listeners. I, I normally rate pilots worse um than the average episode usually because i just feel that most pilots they introduce so many characters it's always hard for me to kind of remember who's who i gotta it takes a lot of effort on my part and i'm trying to understand all these characters and it's just usually usually to me kind of overwhelming so i i prefer it which you are correct when it is like fewer characters in this case there's really two main characters here i mean three if you count emily i'm gonna say you and you can talk about emily we we got abby as well and the other um agent whose names um i've written down somewhere raymond okay so but you know a very few amount of characters and i i i know where the motions are kind of going so that is a very good plus for this i did not give it a 10 though i gave it a nine but i do like the episode yes okay <laughs> it's right. a very good pilot by my standards i did like it it is a really good pilot i i i've seen this twice but it's mm-hmm. been it's been a few weeks since I saw it the first time, and then I watched it again right before we recorded. I, the first time I saw it, I I gave it a nine, and by my one knock on it, because really the the only negative thing that I that I felt coming out of it was that the fights were too long. Yeah, uh, but watching it again, I was like, but man, they are really good. That's, like, what, that's exactly that's exactly what I've written down here was <laughs> huge action sequences, but they were actually interesting. <laughs> They're really like, seriously like, because what they play on is like this guy has obvious plot armor. Okay, <laughs> like I don't think yeah, he's gonna yeah. die in the first episode. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna die maybe until the last episode, and even then the series is named after him. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna die. Coming, so. Yeah, so I don't think the guy's gonna die. I'll say it right now, but they they still show him losing right and like a good example of that is when he's choking the guy out and it's like oh, okay he's obviously choke this guy out and then he's gonna escape or whatever have you but he doesn't right he fails and then it's like oh that's kind of interesting and just the choreography of like you know the, the, no. it's not just it's not just them punching each other over and over no again. so <laughs> you know it's they make different like atmospheres of it so it's, it's interesting and if they keep yeah. it up like that 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 makes the action sequences interesting so we'll, absolutely we'll see if they do I, that it's it's a oh. great showcase of how dangerous this guy is. Like mm-hmm. Even yeah, at whatever age he is, I mean, I think he's intended to be, got to be in his mid seventies, oh. maybe. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I I don't know. I, I mean, Jeff Bridges is in his early seventies, I think. So, anyway, we'll the I, age I, of Jeff Bridges, we can just go right. So I, I think maybe he's like seventy three or something like that. But anyway. It, it, you see him getting up to pee in the middle of the night several times. Yeah. You see him mm-hmm. losing a fight to his socks in the very beginning, right? Uh-huh. He like, he can't get his. He looks at his socks like he's already lost before he even tries to put them on. And then as he tries to put them on, he like tips over in the bed. Like, <laughs> and and then to see what he does to handle this guy at the end. And then, you know, obviously call in the dogs right at the end. Like, it's a the great show. actually a wicked addition. I oh, do like the, the dogs, the dogs are great. And I'm I'm not, like, someone who, like, oogles over dogs. Like, yeah, you're not you know, the animal I, guy. Okay. I, I know a lot of people who, um, 
like when when a dog is featured in an episode like we've seen on tv time we've seen vincent get votes on loss <laughs> right like vincent never really did anything of any consequence except in episode one and episode last so like it, it's it's really oh sorry if i spoiled any vincent stuff which i didn't really didn't don't worry about it um but he didn't do anything yeah it's it's really <laughs> Like these dogs, I was like, wow, this is like these dogs are certainly like his his companions and, and his family, but they are like his secret weapons Henchmen. too. Yeah. Like, they, they're unbelievable. So yeah, so it's it's really those are really cool. Uh, I feel I felt like they laid so much groundwork for really anything they want to do from this point forward. I know. And 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 they gave us just enough to be to be really invested in these characters and not know everything about them mm-hmm. and i think i think i think it was it was a perfect pilot i gave it a 10 man you might talk me up to a 10 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good it's a, it's a really good pilot yeah now, i'm my, a little my nervous one knock, my one knock would have been it is slow in the beginning that's how mm-hmm. I felt, but I did rewatch when I was taking the notes of it, and I, like there, there are like it's not a little like like you said the sock. There's a note on the kitchen like whiteboard. Yep, your name is that. Abby. Yep, yeah, your name is Abby, which is like oh okay, so that kind of and then there's even the doctor scene itself, um, which with Emily. Yeah, let me Abby. let me talk about that sign for a minute because your your name is. Um... I've already forgotten Dan's last name. Chase. 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 Your name is Abby Chase. That's what's written on the calendar on his refrigerator. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, it must be she had dementia, right? Which she did. She did, but I think it's a double thing. I bet you, yeah. I bet you she It really matters. (laughs) Like, it really matters because that's not her real name. Exactly. And and so, Uh like, it really, she needed to remember that. Mm -hmm. Because if she forgot that but remembered her real name it could have been very dangerous so like I, I, there, there's so much of that great you know he microwaves his phone in the beginning yeah so casually and it's like oh yeah. no and then he gets a cognitive yeah. test and it's like oh yes and so you think yeah. it's just you know dementia but now actually he probably is just burning phones yeah yeah to, to be safe so i i, mean, I think it's i think it's i want to you got an old flip phone. I, I kind of want to break a flip phone. It seems so <laughs> satisfying J- in the movies and shows yeah. where they just kind of like snap them in half. Or not JQ, JQ. Oh, JQ did it too, but widely more. I know, and so even like the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul universe, that was snapping. Oh, every yeah. like criminal show that was snapping mm-hmm. phones. Yeah, it does. It, it does seem pretty satisfying. I don't think I have an old flip phone though. Maybe I'll buy one just to snap it, but uh, maybe I'll give it a ten. I'll, I'll I'll wait till the end if I, if I decide yeah. to buy rating. But it is, yeah, it's a good pilot. That's for sure. Yeah. I I was very into this pilot, and I think you're right. It lays a lot of groundwork. The the sky's very much to the limit. I mean, it, it kind of a cat and mouse thing they've now set up, right? Mm-hmm. Of, but but yeah, really, we don't know all of it. Not not just a cat and mouse thing, like a reluctant cat because he does not want to be chasing him. That's he wanted really to cool come thing. to an agreement. Yeah, he wanted to come yes. to an agreement because because he's. I know it's so interesting. Like why there's questions as to the past, right? Okay, so some sort of Kabul, right? Uh, they they mentioned the name as yep. to um Afghanistan. Whoever, yep. but whoever um in Afghanistan wants, you know, that might want uh Dan to go back there. So. It, yeah, there's there's history. We're certainly going to learn the history, I I think, because they showed us young versions of Dan and Abby already yeah. in the first yeah. episode, and I think they're going to probably continue to do that. I don't know if they'll do it every episode, but I, I think we're gonna yeah see how he got to because he's been in hiding for three decades. So like yep, in forties he probably went to hiding. I don't know how old you think he is in the young. See, I mean that's him trying to hide. So I guess he's already done all the crimes at that point. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think I, I think that's meant to be about thirty years prior. So well, that doesn't yeah. make sense. I would put him at forty three. They weren't forty three. They were. In I, think that's what I'm no, I, I know they look really young, but he's yeah. trying to hide from their crimes. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. That's that's when he was in his forties. Maybe thirty. Uh, we, we see thirties if that makes you feel so better. I think I know. Uh, the actor who is going who plays his daughter and i based on her age i think they're younger in those flashbacks 
Okay. Well, then but we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. I, we'll I see the timeline about yeah. that because like we'll there's see, we'll a, there's the timeline goes. There's an actor that I know quite well uh, who's in this series, uh, and I don't know what role she plays. I think she plays his daughter. So, because I don't think the voice actor who played Emily in this episode is credited. I don't think Emily's Emily's credited, credited at all. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see about that. But but yeah, the the flashbacks are great, and honestly, like. I think Harold is a really interesting character. Like, I, oh, not definitely. just Dan. Like, I, Harold, like, flips the switch between, you know, he's crying about the loss of his son. So, I mean, we get some some emotional attachment to him right away. We auto, we're automatically sympathetic to this character. And then we find out he's, a, he's the antagonist, at least seemingly so. You know, but he's also kind of playing both sides and has some things that he doesn't want to get out that he probably covered up and you know it's, it kind of makes you wonder it's, i mean J dan says that at one point may i have a story to tell and maybe this time i don't come out as the one looking like the bad guy so you know uh, it's interesting stuff you know th then th at one point harold says like do you think i got to my position because i'm someone it's safe to oh that was so <laughs> cool so stop staring at me before i get the idea that you're effing with me <laughs> like it's like so he's he's got that ba streak to him too I, I, these are two really compelling characters in well, a really, really well put together episode yeah and what, what was also also just a really cool scene was um, not seem just like a moment between the two characters was when he first calls him and tells him, "Yeah, there's this transponder in your car. It's how I got your number to call you, right? You don't know yeah. how I got your number because that's not how it works normally, right? Right. This is new for both of us. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like the game. I, I show you this because the game has changed, and you need to be aware <laughs> that the, the, you you are not equipped to play this game anymore." <laughs> So it's, it's it's so cool. This is such a good episode. I I might watch it again before I watch it. <laughs> it's you know honestly, uh, I'm a little nervous though because the, the IMDb user ratings just do drop off every they episode, do. except for the penultimate. The penultimate has a little bump, but everything everything else is a decline. So I, I'm a little nervous about that. But as you and I talked about off podcast when we covered when we uh, recorded the Lost finale. You're kind of done paying attention, much attention not, to that, and, and paying more attention to what critics seem to say. Mm -hmm. And critics do love this uh, this series. This series. That's why I picked it. Yeah. yeah, that that's why I'm going. I'm I'm diving into it. Okay, I, I gotta. I'm gonna have faith in the critics now. <laughs> last last two yeah. big series where there was a big disagreement between the critics and the audience. I think the critics were right. So I'm. And remind I'm the listeners what those two series were. Two series were we did Lost, Lost yep. finale controversial. Me and Mr. Sal enjoyed it. <laughs> love it. I love it. I, I mean, As beyond, beyond enjoying it, I I adore it. I, I'm yeah. obsessed with it. In fact, so. Dexter New Blood. Okay, a lot yeah. of controversial people angry over it. Critics love yep. it. We loved it. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. Absolutely. I love that one too. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, I, 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 I'm hoping that I can talk you up to a ten eventually because I I. I was not on a ten until I watched it again, and watching it again, I was I was just all in. I, I thought this was amazing. But you've watched it twice, so you know. Yeah, I'm, I I probably will up it to a ten, but we'll see. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll see if anything sours my taste. But I guess well before before we even get more much more into the episode, we've already talked about it quite a bit. Do you want to talk about our favorite scenes, Mister Sal? I'd love to. Favorite scenes. What did you? Pick? I dig. I dig the new sound effect there, Kurt. Oh, thank you. Even though your voice is in it, <laughs> what, that what? That's not my. That's just like the show over. The show you made it. Audition. I don't know <laughs> why you thanked me when you made it. I didn't thank you. I said I, I dig the new sound effect. That's oh, awesome. you're right. Oh, I, well, you didn't thank me. What? For my sound effect? Okay. That's uh -huh. just the show hoppers omniscient guy that we hire to do all those voiceover things. Oh yeah, <laughs> that mission guy. Is that a roundabout way of saying we hired God to record those? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, favorite scenes, Mister Sal. Oh, I think your favorite scene. I actually wrote it down. 
there's two potential ones. I got your sound of two, I think, as well. <laughs> oh, man. I think you, um, Dan saying goodbye to his daughter. Oh, you're, you're playing the father card and the sad card, aren't you? I've, I've said my, I've said my piece. Oh, all right. All right. I, 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 I've laid my egg. Now I will roost on it. Okay. So listeners, uh, Kurt thinks that I love sad things, which is generally true. Yeah, I know. It's generally true. Uh, he, uh, he also, you know, that's why, uh, why he teach chemistry. I do have a mug that says tears of my chemistry <laughs> students. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I also, uh, he, he also thinks that I, I have a special attachment to being a parent, which is also true. So anyway, uh, all right. I, think, I guess for you, uh, I think, hmm. I think I'm going to call an audible here and change my answer that I have written down okay. and say that your favorite scene is the phone conversation between Harold and Dan. Like the, the, like the first, not, not the, not the very beginning, not the, not at the diner. Once he's in the car. Okay. And he, he kind of lays out his options. Like you have two choices. You go door number one, door door number two conversation. Yeah. Can I ask what your other thing was? My that's not your option. guess now. You've locked in. No, that, that's I'm locked in on that. My other okay. What was my other, other option? My other options. What I had written down was the fights at the end. Fights at the end. All right, Mr. Sal. Yeah, you got me correct. I think you did the door option too. I think that's by far the best scene. <laughs> I, 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 I did. Pick that, yes. <laughs> okay. No, I did. Both certainly the best scene. Because oh. you like sad things. I would. I, I would have told you you're wrong. That's not the best scene. This one is. <laughs> I was gonna. I was going. If you did pick that, I would have railed you for picking it. I'm like, no, it's. I mean, not. look, I I do love that scene where he, it's a good he's, scene, yeah, where he's saying goodbye and 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 his his daughter because I you know honestly in that scene you learn a lot too. It's not just emotional. There's a lot of information there. He has br- uh, now. Let me be clear, folks, because I think we're jumping around here. I'm talking about the scene, the phone call conversation between Dan and Emily where he's telling her that he he has to be go- he, he's out of her life forever saying goodbye yeah. yes he's saying goodbye so this is not my favorite scene to be clear my favorite scene is the other one but we'll get there in a minute in this scene you learn a ton you learn that he told emily a lot of things but not everything so he emily knows that he had a secret life that he is in hiding that there's a chance that he was going to have to go on the run and disappear for a while. She knows all that. That's something that that's like, that's a lot, man. But beyond that, she echoes him. I don't, and we don't know if, if she knows about the conversation in the flashback, but she echoes it because in the flashback, Dan said to Abby, you know, what if we stop running? What if we settle down and start something, build a home and a family? Um, and Abby pushes back on it and says, you know, the, we have to keep running. Like, it, the, there's no choice. The run is all there is. And Dan pauses for a long time and finally says, F that. We're, this is what we're doing. We're, we're, we're going to be happy together, Right. Same thing happens here, but in reverse, Dan says, you know, the run is all there is. I, I got to keep running. I have to cut you out of my life. And there's a long pause, silence. And then Emily says, F that. I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. it's, so I, it is really, really great scene. I do love that scene, but that is not my favorite scene. You're 100% right. And I, my favorite scene is Dan and Harold and Harold going over. Dan's options. So, do I'm you want to talk? I'm 100 percent right, even though I guessed wrong. You're right. You did guess wrong. <laughs> you're 100 percent right in your pick that that uh, that, that is the best scene. Of the, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you're right. You go. Yeah, you're 100 percent wrong. That this is my favorite scene. Dan <laughs> and Harold on the phone. So, but I'll let, uh, since I guessed yeah. it for you and it was your favorite scene, I'll let you talk about it first. Go ahead. The so yeah once he's driving right first first of all we, we get a little context on as to the, like they have they know each other right like 
he heard like they know each other enough that Dan recognized when his was a daughter in law and son died, or was it son in law and daughter died? It's his son and his daughter in law. Okay, okay, that's why I've written down. Okay, good. So, you know, he heard that on the news when they died, and you know, he said here Abby passed away from Huntington's disease. So, like they they know each other, right? So that really establishes it beforehand. There's some sort of relation, but how old do they know each other? Well enough, right? Well enough that they recognize each other. So right. But why But why do they know this about each other? Do they know this about each other because they're surveilling each other? Or do they know this about each other because they actually were close? Some like, sort of past. Yeah, some right. sort of past together. <laughs> and then we, we get that talk about what Harold sees, right? And he, he doesn't really actually know, but He's scared that that plane could take you right to Kabul. And I wouldn't want that either because I'm going to have to answer for things that I sealed a long time ago. So I want to help you escape. You got two choices. Okay. Two choices. Okay. Door one, yep, two. Mm-hmm. You fight back. Okay. Don't do door one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Okay. Heck, you left a silencer on a gun. You're just, you're not the guy you used to be. So I and love plus, that. I, so I, I love that he's pointing out. Like this, this is a, again. He's pointing out this is a different game now. Like you're, you're, you, you don't have the earlier to have. I don't. I know because like, earlier he points out the fact for that transponder. Now he's talking about that silencer, and then mm-hmm. you know you can't talk to your daughter anymore. You, you oh sorry, no, that, that's door two. Sorry, <laughs> Dan pushes right. back right because he's he, he says I, I I I can hold my own right. You can't, but but he uses his daughter of listen. Your daughter's in this now. I'll use yeah. her to get to you. Okay. No one, listen, no one wants door one. Door one, terrible door. Door two, <laughs> door two is a little bit more of an appealing door. Okay. Disappear. Don't talk to your daughter. Okay. And I will tell my people, I will tell this agency to wait for you to contact your daughter. That She's the string that keeps you back. To, you know, she, I forgot. The, he used the, what was the phrasing he used? He used the, the her, like the tether thread. to the world. You're, you're, yeah. Tether to the world. Some, yeah. There you go. That's good enough. Uh, tether to yeah. the world. They will wait for you to reach out. Just never reach out, and this will all be over. Okay? You've had a good... And, and the way he tries... Because Dan hates the plan. And the way he sells it, of like, listen, you've had 30 years together. That's 30 more than you could have had, right? So, yep. cut your losses, say goodbye, and you can enjoy the rest of your life. And we can pretend not to know each other. So Yeah. And, and, and it convinces I... Dan at first, it seems. Well... Unless he's no. doing that to appease him, so so no, I don't think so. He uh, he says no and hangs up. Yeah, but then but then he says goodbye when he thinks about it. But I yeah, I, but... I I wonder if when he calls to say goodbye, if he's doing that as some way. Like at the time, I was wondering if he's doing that to like trick Harold. Like if he thought Harold like mm-hmm. could you know tell who he's talking to. But I actually do think he's just saying goodbye. I think he intended to leave and I think it was yeah. it was Emily saying F that I can handle yeah. it that that changes, changes his mind. mind. Yeah. But but I do think here he hangs up on Harold with the intention of not doing it, but then and stews on it a bit and decides no nah, I'm I'm gonna have to do that. But a couple of things that I want to hit on in the scene that I think are really important. One is that Harold says, you know, you you will have a chance to say goodbye to your daughter. Not everybody gets that. And we yeah. pro- we can take that to mean Harold himself did not get that with his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's yeah. a lot of emotion tied up in that, which I love. But backing up to option one, money's trying to convince him that he doesn't have the ability to play this game anymore. He says, God, I wouldn't even recognize you if I saw you. Half the time, I don't even recognize myself. So th- that and that, we know that's going to come up at the end. It's the last line of the episode, right? <laughs> well, not quite the last line of the episode, but the last line we hear from Dan in the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, do you, know, you do you recognize me now? Me now? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, so there's there's all that, but um, we also get the idea from Dan that he what he, the leverage that he has because what Harold has is Emily. You know, he, he can get her involved. That should trump everything. You don't have anything, Dan. And when Dan says, well, I have a story. And and maybe this time I won't come off looking like the bad guy, which I love that concept, too, because Harold just laid out the idea that Dan 
doesn't have the ability to play the game anymore because times have changed. You know, there's a transponder under his car. He can find his cell phone. He can track anything. Times have changed, but times have changed internationally and politically as well. And it's very mm -hmm. possible that what was viewed as criminal activity, however many years ago that was, would now be looked on with a certain level of heroism or vice versa. Right. Things, uh, <laughs> passed back then or little. I mean, it definitely yeah. looks like Harold has some sort of skeletons in his closet. So absolutely. There's definitely something to be said for that. Yeah. There's so much implied and alluded to in this scene that makes this such an interesting relationship. I just can't wait to get more of it. I I, I think they're both really good actors too. Oh, they are. They're just <laughs> I mean, to, you put the two of them in in this uh, series sharing a scene, and it's, I mean, it's it's gold. I, it's it's incredible. It's so good. This this scene is so exciting, and I just I haven't seen many pilots that are able to pull this off so gracefully, where that they're they're clear without being clear. Like they're they're clearly right, yeah. It's it's they're clearly so many things that they're hinting at that you can kind of extrapolate out, but they're not they're very simple. Like it's not it's not just exposition and and they're, so they're they're doing it in a really story uh, story centric meaningful way, and it's so intriguing. It, it's just like so much intrigue. Oh, this this is great. I look forward to the next episode. I mean, we'll, let's see if the series gets progressively worse. <laughs> Yeah, I I do think that a lot of it might depend on how much interaction these two have. If if they can find ways to let these two interact, I think this series is going to be amazing. If if this is the culmination of their interactions, I can see why people kind of tailed off on it. Yeah, it is a very good interaction. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so good. So. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, the, this is great. Michelle, do you want to get into the recap then? I'm happy to get into the recap, sure. So we kind of talked about how Dan gets ready, right? He, he had a lot of pee breaks that night. He should sure have does. a what is it, either a dream or a flashback. I guess it was it was actually a dream because he woke back up, but he, a I memory, mean, I should say. Was it was it a memory? And I think it was a memory. I think so too. I'm I do think that there's there's a period of time, not period of time, but there's that state of that mental state where you're not quite sleeping and not quite awake, where mm -hmm. it's it's like a suggestive state where you can like see and hear all kinds of things that aren't actually happening. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's probably some of that in there as well. Well, whatever it is he sees, what we'll later learn is his wife in the bathroom. We'll learn more about it. We see he's getting ready routine, right about the socks. Uh, while he's getting ready, it's intercut with him on the phone, as we'll see. And we see that note in the kitchen. Your name is Abby Chase. We tied about that already. Mm -hmm. And on the phone with his daughter, Emily, anything else you want to say about him getting ready? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I do want to talk about the, the phone conversation, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. On the phone with Emily, it starts off with a lot of positive affirmations from his daughter <laughs> over yeah, how sure. great he yeah. is. But what happened to that great man, that fearless man? <laughs> well, you were yeah. a little girl, Emily. It was it was easy to trick you, but you know, yeah, yeah I mean, maybe something's she, off. But I'll be she, fine. She makes the point to tell him that when she was little, she felt like he was invincible, and that nothing or no one could ever hurt her because he wouldn't let it happen. Right. So, like she she's had this idea of protector and invincibility more or less a superhero when she was a little girl now i mean i think a lot of people a lot of kids have that about their parents so i don't think there's anything too unique about that but the fact that she's saying here what happened to that's that guy mm -hmm. that's that's something she she recognizes that something is not right mm -hmm. and it's very easy and this is one of the things i love about the episode it's very easy in that early part of the episode to think that she's talking about an illness Mm -hmm. You know, he he goes to the doctor. He had all these tests. You know, she says, if you're scared for the reason I think you're scared, then I understand. And I, 
I just assumed the first time I saw this that she was talking about health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I don't think it's health issues. I think <laughs> she knows that about his past, at least to some extent, that he's in hiding. Uh, yeah. And that she's saying if that's what you're scared about. So I see why. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Well, they definitely like, like bury the lead here until the doctor is seen. I, I love it I, because it's, it's, it's good. It, they lay this out as though it's this one thing that, you know, possible health issues. And that's and what he's actually, kind of hoping for, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think yes. Was. He's, he's kind of hoping for it. He's, <laughs> he's hoping that this is just paranoia and that this is, you know, the cognitive deterioration. But it's not that he's right, but he's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's what I love about it. It's like the whole first, I don't know, 10 minutes of the episode, maybe a little less than 10. But the whole that whole first part is all spent thinking, oh, there are health concerns. But it's not health concerns, as it turns out. It's really cool. I so, love it. After he gets off the phone with his daughter, he microwaves the phone. Is that a sign of some sort of dementia? Nope. It looks like it was purposeful. <laughs> he goes to Dr. Howard. We kind of already chatted about this scene. So, yeah. He gets a clean bill yeah. of health, and he'll be back on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, yeah. We see he gets home. There's a voicemail from his daughter, and he's making a can trap. Or some of some sort it looks like, like the yeah. jingle. Yep. And he goes back to sleep. We get a more vivid flashback of Abby in the bathroom. Uh some of the stuff she says is, you know, uh Dan should put her somewhere, like just she can be cared for because she can be dangerous for him. She's not the woman um he married. It's not fair to her, but he'll keep taking care of her. Mm-hmm. He'll keep taking care of her and she knows who he is. I know who you are. I know what you are. I see you. Scary. So, Dan wakes up to some noise. He checks it out with his gun and flashlight. And would you believe it, Mr. Sal? It is a very prepared robber. (laughs) Perhaps. Yeah. Not even a robber. But thankfully, his uh, dogs have taken down the perp. And after he refuses to give up his name, Dan kills him. Takes his knife. Which, also, I wanted to ask you. The the commands of the dogs, is this German? It is German, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't really understand how, why they mean what they mean, though. Um, I, this one, I guess, was okay. Aus means like out, so he—that's how he called them off. Yeah. So I, right. I get that one. I, I, I don't really get at the end when he has the dogs kill the guy. He says "foss." I'm pretty sure "foss" means barrel, but <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Barrel him, boys. Okay, yeah. boy and girl. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Dave and Carol. How did we not talk about the dogs' names yet? Dave and Carol. What's that a reference to? Did I miss that? Uh, it's it's not, but they're people names. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is. You're right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> As parents or something? No, I didn't mean that. Didn't even pass over. You're right. They, yeah, they must mean something to him, don't they? I probably, but you think you get the real names? Yeah, of course. But but those, but that's isn't that a thing of for you? Like, how do you feel about pets with people names? Oh, I hate that. You hate it? I won't say. I, I shouldn't say I hate it, but yeah. I, I mean, it gets I won't name a dog of it. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Let's see those people. Right. Right. Right, so I thought of you when when the doctor said that, though. Like, those are people names. <laughs> anyway, I will go yeah, on. but the German the German commands I don't quite understand because I think that this one I was okay with the house, but then Foss at the end, like, uh, well, do like you speak Foss... the dog dialect of German? I don't. Uh, maybe might, that is, might be. Maybe it, this yeah. is maybe this is Hund Hunddeutsch. <laughs> so, I mean, dog German. Dog German. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <right>. go ahead. <laughs> Look at that grammar translation, direct translation, dog German. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hundsdeutsch. <laughs> so, uh, he kills the person, takes their knife, which is important for later. I, I guess I respect the fact that they showed the knife here. And, um, no, and this is always something I say about stuff like this, right? The knife is very unconsequential. You can believe mm-hmm. he would already have a knife on him. Sure. But if they had that SUV scene, SUV scene, 
where he cut his um zip ties because he just had a knife in his pocket, it would feel mm-hmm. a lot less earned, even though it's it would. plausible for him to have a knife in his pocket. Yep. It's the way it is. So whatever. Anyway, so yep. good good way of putting in the knife for later. And uh he, he shoots the silenced gun to make it look like a robbery, calls it in. Uh well the cops are on the way, he gets his to go bag ready. Which looks extensive. Yep. Yeah, and there there's like passports and bags with different names on them. I know I know one of the names was I I it took me a while, but I finally paused on the names. One of them was David Sapperton. Then there was somebody named Caldwell. I don't know. He's got guns. He's got cash. He's got clothes. He's got everything. Does and the cops come. You know, it's hard to say if it was a robbery. He he seemed pretty prepared. This guy. Dan claims to be retired from real estate in Manhattan. Uh, Silencer was definitely an odd thing for this guy to have, but, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll check it out tomorrow. And Dan, he's supposed to spend the night with his family in Milton. So he's, he goes over there. And on his way, quote-unquote, to his family in Milton, he gives Emily his call, uh, breaks the news that his instincts were indeed right. He's going to have to lay low, stay off the phones for a bit, maybe a few weeks, maybe a month. And they both seriously well up at this idea. It's like quite quite yeah. quite a bit. And um I think they both you know, kind of know that he's he's in bigger trouble than he's saying. Yes. And I, he's definitely not saying it, and he thinks he's in bigger trouble than what it is. Because after he hangs up, he has just a little comment to his dog of hey, I don't want to make her worry. I don't even know yet. Yeah. So. he said I, he said he also says I didn't lie to her. Yeah, <laughs> technically didn't lie. I now didn't lie. I didn't lie. We're going to meet Harold now. <laughs> Playing with his grandson, right? Houses need to have just space. right? Probably not too much of it. Uh, but the kid wants a lot of space in this house. Because he wants room for the entire family. Including mom and dad. Which breaks Harold's heart. That he's just sobbing. Um, his wife a, brings him a call. It, it, it's quite yeah, it's quite a scene. I guess, uh, it's a great introductory scene. Like, like I said, it is. Like, his rationale I, is really cool. He goes, listen... I, I want to be at least the one person that isn't crying in front of a kid that lost his parents because everyone does. So. Yeah, just for variety's sake. Yeah, you know it's, uh, but I think it's so cool that our introduction to the guy who's our, we have two characters so far, two main characters, and we're sympathetic to both of them until we find out that they're on opposite sides. Yeah. I mean, then we're probably still sympathetic to both of them, but it's it's great they build the sympathy first, and then you show their conflict. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, and they start seemingly working together as well, a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, Harold gets a call, and long story short, I mean, the, the call has to do with case has been sealed for three decades. Something's opened it back up, and Harold has a sort of special connection with this person, so they want to call him in. He'll be there. So everything is not all right for Harold. No, not okay. We get to Dan. He's in a cafe doing stereotypical hacker things. If you looked at his monitor at all, whatever. That's like every series ever. Uh, I just saw a bunch of things <laughs> written in computer language that I don't understand. Yeah, that's what everyone does when they sit. They go on a computer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> even people that like, no one does that. Anyway, so Dan he puts the dogs back in the car to abide by the Cafe orders and um, I should say diner. It's more of a diner, and he gets a call, right? Or sorry, sorry, before he gets the call, he calls someone. He'll be coming out to a place in a few days. He needs it to be ready, right? New sheets, groceries, etc. Miss Dixon will not be coming, and the caller roller looks forward to putting a face to the name. Yeah, it sounds like, like Dan this. has like properties in different names in different places in case of this. <laughs> yeah, this guy is very prepared mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get a, a flashback here with young Dan, young Gabby talking uh, Dan has the feeling that they have to keep running but he'd like to stay right, and build something, build a home, build a life Abby doesn't see the feasibility in that right? but if they just become the right people they can stop moving and become a family and it's a comforting story but I think it's unrealistic, you know, since since they love the mountains, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. we just doesn't think it's feasible. But F that. Yeah, he puts his foot down. F that. 
I did what I did for us. I basically said he would do it again. So, you know, he promises not to harm Abby as long as he lives. If she just stays and she thinks about it a little bit, but she ultimately agrees. And so, what will their new identities be? And at this point, Dan and Abby Chase. Uh, anything else on that, actually? No, I I, I think yeah. it's great. I think it's it's a great setup for the later scene with Emily. I think it it does inform without revealing everything. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's great. I think it's really cool. Dan gets a call in the cafe from Harold. Uh, it's a secret call, and he tells him the transponder. We talked about this. We get the whole car sequence. He's driving. He's on the phone with Harold, right? And it ends. Dan ending the call angry at this notion of door two. Ugh. But he thinks about it. And while he's thinking about it, Raymond Waters questions Harold's call and the timing of the perp leaving. But hey, <laughs> you already talked about how Harold shut that right down. I love that. It is pretty I love cool. that. I, I'm, it's, it's so interesting because we've seen Harold crying in the bathroom, building Legos with his grandson, like talking to his wife about how, no, everything's not okay. Like, like explaining to this guy who's on the run from him, what his options are trying to help him. And now he comes in like this BA hammer dropping mofo. Who's like, not going to be messed with. I love it. It's great. I'm in charge here. So Dan gets a call from his daughter. Or sorry, not, not a call from his daughter. He calls his daughter. We talked about this scene as Mr. Sal's potential favorite scene. It was not. He picked the right favorite scene. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, honestly, um, there's a, there's a line in here too that I love. He's, he says, "You have no idea what it's like to watch somebody you love become somebody you can't." And I will not have that be the way you remember me. Okay, so th- this is the implication that Emily knows a lot about his past, but doesn't know everything. And he does not want to tell her everything because she will not see him the same way anymore. Um, have you ever had a situation like this where he says, like what he says, you have, you have no idea what it's like to watch somebody you love become somebody you can't. So are you saying, have I, have I ever had a situation where I cared about someone and I didn't care? Like, I you cared about, about someone, them? you learned something about them and that, then you just could not have them in your life anymore yeah 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 me too and it is awful it's truly awful yeah it's very it's very hard and and i understand why dan doesn't want to be in that situation with emily well so see but the the thing about it that it's odd is like imagine we were talking and she said oh i can't tell you because if i did you'd never talk to me again (laughs) by saying that shouldn't you go well i mean I guess I shouldn't talk to him anymore now, right? Because he, he thinks I shouldn't. If I knew the truth, he won't tell me the truth. But that's not how we are as people. Like, I, I actually do think. Yeah, the, because I, the, the I love is there. Try talking. Yeah, yeah. The, the love is there. And, and you you won't let yourself imagine the worst in someone that you care that much about. True, true. But if they come out and tell you that it's true, <laughs> that's 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 damaging very damaging so after he hangs up uh, on his goodbye with his daughter he drives onto an access road drops his transponder and when they come to investigate these two guys he sneak attacks them well hold on this is i thought this is like low-key one of the coolest things in the episode so they're watching this transponder go off on the access road all right and and harold is like on bated breath he's 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 looking kind of satisfied like oh he's gonna he's gonna lose them he's gonna lose them he did it he's gone okay good i he went through door number two this is perfect this is just what we wanted because you know but you know there's always the possibility that no he he's going off the access road to lure them off so that he can fight right so we don't know as we're watching which one he's doing door one or door two but when they find that transponder, Harold is pretty satisfied. Like, oh, good. He took door two. Oh, it's great. so good. It's really good. But he did not take door two. He's a door one type of guy. 
Oh, you know what? Harold even says to them, oh, you're never going to see that man again. He does. He literally says that. Like, oh, well. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a crafty one. And he comes in. He does kill one immediately. And then, yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a relatively big fight. I'm not going to get into like the fight sequence itself. I still think it's no, a No, cool we, we don't need to go over the choreography. It is a really yeah. good fight, though. I, I don't love action sequences. I know you don't. This is so well choreographed. The, every movement was like con- contemplative and thoughtful and purposeful and important. And I'm pretty sure that Jeff Bridges did most of the fighting because I'm pretty sure you can see his face for most of it. And if he yeah. if he stopped seeing his face, it was still the same camera shot most of the time. There might have been a couple of moments where they had a stunt double in there, but I, I don't know. I think Jeff Bridges did most of it. It was, it was a really good action sequence. It was a great action sequence, and um, it, it it ends with the agent winning, or whoever I, I don't know the, the guy winning, cuffing him up, putting him in the car. Raymond gets a call. Hey, we got the target. Meanwhile. Dan's freeing his uh freeing his foot. He's ready for round two. He, he puts on his seatbelt and he kicks the guy's head until the car crashes. And then they get into like another big brawl. Uh, and it ends with Dave and Carol cleaning up the mess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really cool it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, the the way that he uses everything that he has is pretty. Like he uses the seatbelt. He uses the knife, obviously. He uses the dogs. He uses the car. He uses anything that he has at his disposal to his advantage. It's it's really it's cool. It's very cool. It's like a wolf backed into a corner. Right? He'll do anything. So yeah, it ends with the uh, Dan forebodingly standing in front of the camera, <laughs> calls Raymond on the phone to hey, <laughs> I want to talk to Harold. <laughs> That's three anymore, and they die too. Same if they go for my daughter. Actually, even worse yeah. if they go for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. You recognize me now? Man, who is that guy? <laughs> and the episode ends with him giving his daughter a call. Hey, honey. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. This is so good. Oh, my God. This is really good. Uh, yeah. I look, I look forward to this series. I, I'm curious as to why people rank it lower or rate it lower as it goes on, but... I'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll find I, out. I, I'll, I'll look and say forward to it. So, Mr. Salvo. Yes. Let's check the time. Okay. What time is it? Aha, it's TV time. You gotta love it. Ain't no time like a TV time. Oh, TV time. I guess we probably should take a minute to explain, expl- explain what this is. <laughs> so, for those of you who haven't heard of Show Hoppers, podcast before uh welcome check out our other stuff we got lots of it i've already mentioned ozark and Watchmen, but there's a lot more we'll talk about it at the end tv time is an app that you is used to track your tv watching uh episodes time whatever you want so every time i watch an episode of television i finish it i open up the tv time app i push the check mark next to that episode it logs that i've watched it and it will keep track of what series I am in the middle of, what episode I'm on in each series, you know, it, which is really nice. I know most of the streaming services do that for you. But if I say I'm on episode five of a series and I'm like, you know, I, I think something happened in episode two. I got to go back and check that out. And I go back, I check out episode, what happened in episode two. Now the streaming service thinks I'm on episode three. And, and that's annoying. But TV time doesn't. TV time knows I'm, I need to watch episode six next. Uh, it tells me uh, when my favorite series are returning from break. So, for example, I know that as of this recording, which admittedly is in the past from where you are listening to it right now, we are... At the moment of recording, 15 days away from the season premiere of What We Do in the Shadows. And I'm very excited. That's that's great. And the only reason I know that is because TV Time is telling me that. Uh, so, And it'll send me an alert telling me, yeah, you know what? It starts tomorrow. Get ready. But what we really like about TV Time is that once you put the check mark next to the episode, you get to do some more things uh, interacting with that episode a bit. 
you can give it a rating on a scale from one to five. Uh, but it also will tell you the percentage of TV time users that gave each of those ratings as well. We'll talk about that a little more in a minute. You can tell what emotions the episode made you feel. Shocked, amused, tense, scared, sad, touched, all kinds of things. And then one of our favorite things is that you can pick your favorite character for the episode. And when you do, it will show you what percentage of TV time users voted for each character in the episode. That's pretty cool that way. But we like to play a little game with it. So the game goes like this. Kurt... On a scale yeah. from one to five, what do you think the users of TV Time gave this episode? Uh, five. I mean, yeah, five. Yeah, sixty-eight percent of the users in TV Time said five for this episode. So you are correct. Ooh. Now the characters, we got really there are only what is this three six? There are only six votable characters in the series, and we've only met three of them so oh, wow. uh the two mains and raymond those, those, those are the only three characters in this episode that are votable the other three characters we have not met yet so um i think i don't think we met julian in this episode did we i don't think so okay so all right so those are your choices basically i i think that you voted uh that it, well you don't use tv time although that may change soon think we might finally get you get you in there but uh i think that if you were to vote on tv time your favorite character would be dan i think the people said dan i don't have the tv time app so this is this is a guess and either said dan or harold wow that's brilliant kurt i don't know how you came <laughs> up with that am i allowed to do that <laughs> no you're I, right i did say one? dan or harold yes i did okay. say dan or harold okay uh i think you said dan I did. I said Dan. Um, and the TV time users also said Dan 98%. That's 98%. a big one. 98% is a big one. I also said Dan, but I, I like just last second swapped back to Dan. Yeah, I, Harold is great. I would, uh, <laughs> I'm so 98%. I, I had Harold been down. I yeah. Saw. Yeah. Well, I mean, Her Harold, is, Harold is awesome. I love Harold. I easily could have voted for him but i decided to go with dan since he just has the, he has probably the bigger story arc in this episode um and just we just spend more time with dan he's a little more fleshed out i guess although harold is quite well fleshed out as well yeah harold, harold's still good he just takes up lots of the screen time i guess yep is what it is so um I don't really know if I'm going to push you for predictions, to be honest with you, because I don't really know if there's enough information to really do. I mean, if you have a... I don't have any predictions. That's what I'll say. I mean, I could have um, any predictions, but... So, I, I I will predict that Dan and his daughter are going to physically be together in the next episode. Oh, okay. That's, that, that, that's my prediction. All right. Well, time will tell then, Mr. Sal. Uh, well, that that's that's for prediction. So, I don't know then. I I I anything else you really want to say? I mean, I'm I'm looking immensely forward to episode two. Uh, I, I am too. I I just thought that this was such a brilliant premiere. It is. It's a really. Good, I, I by the way, I am giving it a ten. Yes. A ten. Yes. It's a good episode. It's a great premiere, listeners. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, next week, we will have season one, episode two, number two of uh, <laughs> The Old Man. Roman numeral two. Roman numeral two. Yeah. I, I, or I, I don't what know what that? you call it. Yeah. Single dash, dash. I, I don't know what technically is called. And like, what, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the term for a singular dash when used in context of a Roman numeral. But listeners, you know, you, you could tell us if you do know, do know the answer, you can email us showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can also share the podcast, yes. how we grow, right? Yes. Uh, rate, rate us five stars, subscribe. We talked about some of the other series we've covered in the past, just to throw out a few more, right? Just a, a bit of a, a net there. Ozark, we've covered that in its entirety. The last season of Better Call Saul, Only Murders in the Building, only murders building 
the premiere of of season three is well by the, when we drop this episode the premiere is tomorrow and we will be dropping our coverage of the first two episodes on fridays starting this friday so check that out we're really into only words in the building uh we have a special connection with that so definitely give that a look see um what else chernobyl watchman black mirror keep going on i'll mention more as we go on but check those out thank you so much for listening but we will be back next week with the second episode of the old man kurt kurt Mm -hmm. yes i love what we're building here and i love building it with you Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.